Good morning. Welcome to the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. This is Pandemonium Sunday. We are a spiritual community dedicated to the free search for truth and meaning, and we're very glad you're here. If you're visiting with us for the first time this morning, you were born under a lucky star. This is the Christmas pageant. We come from a long heritage of teaching that there is a spark of the divine in every person. It is in the spirit of that heritage that I say, let us greet the holy in our midst by turning to the person to your right and left and welcoming them here this morning. Will you please say with me the words by which we light the chalice, which is the symbol of our faith. In the light of truth and the warmth of love, we gather to seek, to find, and to share. Today, let us be that stable. Let us be the place that welcomes the last, the weary and rejected, the pilgrim stranger, the coming life. Let not the frigid winds that pierce our inadequate walls or our mildewed hay or the fetid leavings of our cattle shame us from our beckoning. Let our outstretched arms be a manger so that the infant hope swaddled in love, may have a place to lie. Let a cold beacon shine down upon us from a solstice sky to guide us, the seekers who will come. Let the lowly shepherd and all who abide in the fields of their labors lay down their crooks and come to us. Let the seers, sages, and potentates of every land Traverse the shifting dunes, the rushing rivers, and the stony crags to seek our rude frame. Let the herdsmen and the high lords kneel together under our thatched roof to lay their gifts before wonder. Today, Today, let let us be that stable. Many people do wonder in this congregation which has roots and practices in every major world religion, including secular humanism and neo-paganism, well, what holds you together? One of the things that holds us together that we like the children to be here to practice is our mission statement. That's why we wrote it on the wall, and we say it every single Sunday. We gather in community to nourish souls, transform lives, and do justice. Please join me in the spirit of prayer and meditation. Let's sit very still and all breathe in and breathe out together as we send our good wishes out. We pray today for all those who celebrate holidays during this time of year to be comforted and to be happy if they can and to know that we wish them well in the, in the coming year. We pray for all the people of the world that they can have a warm place to sleep, good food to eat, and family close by and friends close by who love them. We pray that all the people in the world feel safe today and always, that they continue to 
find ways to keep their families safe and happy and comforted. We wish the same for ourselves and for all of our friends and family in this room with us today. We do so in the name of all that is good and holy and just. Amen. And now during our musical meditation, please feel free to light a candle with one of these joys or sorrows that you've just prayed silently in your heart and let the flame take that wish up into the air. We can all breathe it together. And when we leave, we don't have to mourn or celebrate alone. May it be so. Why do people love to tell this Bible story so much? We know this is probably not exactly the way it happened since Mary and Joseph were going to Bethlehem to be with their families. Family in ancient Palestine would never have allowed members of their family to be without a place to stay. They would have just been put in the overflow part of the big platform in the Palestinian house, which holds the manger for the animals who live right around the sides of the platform inside the house. And that way everybody stays warm and nothing bad happens to the animals. It might be a little crowded and smelly, but at least it's some sort of hospitality. Why do we continue to tell it this way, even if it might not be what actually happened? Well, Meg, there is truth in this story that has nothing to do with its actual historical details. It is still true that we see people who have no place to lay their head, even today. We want to be on the side of the angels and the good people who find a place and make a place for those who are lost, wandering, and in need of kindness, not like the first innkeepers that Mary and Joseph met. There sure are lots of those people right now. People who are running away from the war in Syria, who are flooding into other countries looking for a helping hand and a safe new home, a place where their children will be safe. And they're being turned away from many places and welcomed in some others. Are, there being, are they being welcomed here? Will we have a chance to meet some of them? Well, our governor was afraid and tried to refuse to let any of them come here. But thank goodness he was overruled. We might have a chance to help some of them if we would like to. And then we would be on the side of the good angels and the, just like that one kind innkeeper who finally gave Mary, Joseph, and the baby a place to rest in Bethlehem. So the story might be about how your family will always make a place for you, even if you have to sleep where they feed the horses. Or it might be about how you make a place out of kindness for people who don't have any other place. Or it might even be about how greatness can come from unexpected places and from unexpected people. Better yet, it might be all about all of these truths and more. Let's watch as the story unfolds and we can see what we think it is. Today, we are a family, a community, gathering not only to enjoy an old story, but also to enjoy being together. We have lit our chalice as a symbol of the light that people before us have celebrated forever and ever and ever. And the light that shines within each of our souls 
However it is expressed, this is a time of joy. The season of the winter solstice has been celebrated in one form or another for thousands of years. A hundred different cultures have told stories about how the birth of their gods took place at this time of year, or how light, hope, and life are returning to their world and to their lives. Today, we will present the version of this story written by Christians, which is part of our American and Western culture, whether we're Christians or not. It is the story of a special baby, a child of God, as all babies are, uh, a child called Jesus. And today, this story is wrapped not only in swaddling clothes, but also in wonderful music about the greenery, about the holly and the ivy, about the candles about the music and the merriment that were part of the season long before Christianity was born. Now this is the Christmas story. It happened a long, long time ago in a faraway land. A man and a woman named Joseph and Mary had to make a journey to the city of Bethlehem because there was a new law that said everyone had to return to the city where they were born to pay their taxes. Joseph was very worried about Mary taking this trip, but she was going to have a baby very, very soon. But Mary wanted to be with her husband for the birth of their child. It was a long trip to Bethlehem, three full days of walking. Mary was so glad when she saw the rooftops of Bethlehem in the distance. Joseph, she said, let's stay at the very first inn we come to. I think our baby is about ready to be born. But when they got to Bethlehem, they found the little town was very crowded with people. They stopped at the first inn they came to, and they knocked on the door. Okay, so they went about to look for another place to stay. And at the next inn, they stopped, and they knocked on the door. Well, so that didn't work out too well. So they they saw another inn, and... They were told, sorry. So the innkeeper showed them to the stable. And then the angel of the Lord brings the baby to Mary and Joseph. And on that very night in that barn in Bethlehem, their little baby was born. It was a boy, and they named him Jesus. Mary and Joseph wrapped him in the soft swaddling cloth and made a little bed for him in the hay. That night, like every night, there were shepherds in the field outside of Bethlehem, watching the flocks of sheep. The shepherds were surprised and amazed at a very bright light in the sky. And a strange song coming from nowhere and everywhere all at once. It was angels and they were glorious. After sharing this joyous news, the angels went to find the baby born in a stable in the city of Bethlehem and to tell everyone about him. Mary and Joseph never saw the angels, but the angels saw them and their little baby, and they all said, what a beautiful child. So now, after the angels had gone away, the shepherds remembered what the angels had said that a wonderful baby had been born and that they could find him by following the brightest star in the sky. So the shepherds all said to each other, Hey, hey, come on, let's go look for that baby. But after a while, they figured out where it was. They saw the stable because of that bright star. (gasps) And sure enough, they came up 
and looked in the stable, and there inside were Mary and Joseph, watching over their little baby Jesus. And they all said together, Oh, what a beautiful child. Then they went away and told everyone what they'd seen. On this same night, three wise men saw the bright star and said to each other, Look at that amazing star. It must be shining for something very special. The wise men loaded up their camels with treasures and traveling supplies and followed the star the long way around all the way to Bethlehem. Jesus was only a few days old when the wise ones found him, but they knew he was special. What a wonderful child. This child will be our teacher. And they gave the baby gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Mary and Joseph wondered for a long long time about all of his things that happened when their child was born. Isn't it wonderful all these people would come to see our baby and give us presents for him? They don't even know him. When Jesus grew up, he was a courageous teacher, just like the wise ones said. And one of the most important things he tried to teach people was to love each other and to treat all people, even strangers, with kindness and care. And people who have tried to follow his best teachings have become better people and have spread light throughout the world, which is what we are here to do. Today, we have shared the Christmas story about one special baby, but... This baby isn't the only special one. Every child is a treasure, is a wonder, and a miracle. And as they grow up, they are always and forever a treasure, a wonder, and a miracle. In your order of service, would you please read along with me this excerpt from Each Night a Child is Born is a Holy Night by Sophia Lyon Foss. For so the children come, and so they have been coming. Always in the same way they come. Each night a child is born is a holy night. Parents sitting beside their children's cribs feel the glory in the sight of a new light beginning. Each night a child is born is a holy night. A time for singing, a time for wondering, a time for worshiping. Thank you all for participating so much. Please say with me the words by which we extinguish our chalice. We extinguish this flame, but not the light of truth, the warmth of community, or the fire of commitment. These we hold in our hearts until we are together again. This is a production of the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. For more information, go to our website at www.austinuu.org.